following broadcast is brought to you by Magic Ape Radio. Welcome to Instant Discussions. My name is John. I'm Chris. Stefan. And I'm Laura. And we're here discussing <laughs> Laura, 1944 film starring uh, people. Dana Andrews, mm-hmm. Gene Tierney, Clifton mm-hmm. Webb, mm-hmm. Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. That was Vincent Price? Yeah. And Judith Anderson. He didn't even look like it. He, he sounded like Directed him, Directed by Otto Preminger. The Otto Preminger. The Otto Preminger. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Don't worry. Yes, this movie from 1944. Uh, Hitler was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know. Mm-hmm. This was actually Hitler's favorite movie. Yeah. He actually was a fan of Charlie Chaplin. Uh, That's why he has the mustache. The movie cost a million dollars to make. That a has million to be, back That then? has to be a lie. Yeah. It, it, can't have, it can't have cost a million dollars to make the movie. Movies didn't cost that much to make back then, uh, but it says it made two million dollars in rentals. This is just the, the information is not clear on this this site. But anyway, we're here to discuss the <laughs> yeah. Why am I on Wikipedia? Uh, so let's go around. Uh, this is Chris's pick. So had you seen this film before, or is this a blind? I, I'd seen this one before, yeah. and I'd given this one a four the first time I watched it. Spoilers. That's for the end of the podcast. I'm just saying at Ooh. first, and the reason why I picked it is just because the movie blew my mind the first time I watched it. <laughs> Yeah, it blew me. How long ago did you see it first yet? Um, this was about like a year ago. Or is that is it first and last? What do you mean first? And Had last? you seen it? Did you see it multiple times after that first time you saw it a year? Ago? Uh, no, this was is this your second viewing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I mean, this time it still hold, held up for me pretty well. And basically, when supposed plot twist happens that I won't go into just yet. Oh, what a we'll twist. hold off on that anticipation. It did blow my mind. It's uh, <laughs> blew your mind. <laughs> what a twist. Uh, Tony, Stefan, uh, did you see this movie before? Surprisingly. Did your middle name Stefan? Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah, Tony, Stefan, had you seen this movie before? I have never seen this movie before. Really? <laughs> Stefan, Tony, had you seen this movie before? <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen this movie before. I didn't think I did based on the title, and I started watching the film, and I said, oh, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> uh, We've actually reviewed it before. That's right. No, we might have known it by the other name. We had another name, right? I went to chick comes back from the dead or something. Yeah, chick <laughs> comes back from the dead is the original Living title. Living dead girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually directed by George Romero. That's the problem when you go to uh, film school and then you watch movies like this. Um, I I at least seen it once because, but I might have seen it multiple times in college because I it at least I know it came up in our soundtracks class or our uh, film mm-hmm. scores class. Uh, as you would of course know, why would they have picked this film? For film scores, since you said, mm-hmm, Chris, yeah. what would you think? The music, it was pretty good. Yeah. There's a thing they do in this film that isn't a thing that had been done before in major films. Oh, yeah? Okay, so you've got the theme to Laura, the, mm-hmm. the love theme to Laura, the, 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 whatever the, the stupid thing is. Yeah, exactly that. So that music is that music's played a couple times. Jeez. Then they're investigating the one in the one room, and you hear the music playing. And the one guy says, "Where do you have to have that music playing right now?" And it's playing on the record player. <laughs> and then later, you see them playing. You hear the same theme again, and then it cuts to a band 
playing that music. So it's just one of the first examples of the gimmick of uh, playing with uh, music that's in the universe or music that's just the audience. Yeah, I actually never it. noticed that. So it was it's a it's a conscious uh, kind of breaking the third wall, uh, fourth wall. No, the, it's just <laughs> second the, wall. Only the third wall that they broke on this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, fourth wall is still intact. <laughs> you still make the music. Yeah. So uh, that, that was one of those things done in there. And then um, another example of that that you guys may know a little better um, was, I believe it's Charlie Brown Blazing movie. Saddles, where they go by the band that's playing. The yeah. Um, so that's another another example of, of when and they that do it happens. a lot in like Family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy does it a bunch. Uh, they did it in the the Family Guy Blue Harvest. Yeah. Um, Never any so story. It's, it's things like that. But it was now we're to live with Danny Elfman. But they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't break the fourth wall, so that's why I say you know breaking the third wall because they. Not yeah, breaking, it wasn't the fourth wall because they didn't they didn't address the audience, but it's just they they're messing with you because it's the theme and you know you've heard it now twice as that theme that only we're hearing. Maybe they're just lazy. and now they're hearing yeah. it in there. So anyway, it was just a little reference in there. But on top of that, you've also got uh, an early film of Vincent Price, and also yeah. with uh, just the the story of it. The storyline is interesting, um, and you've also got a um, uh, a female um, being in that position of being, you know, avoidance uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets yeah. I was I was noticing since I had seen it before, I checked when it was getting towards the end, a minute and a half away from the end to see when it was ending because it it's such a quick. Like finish a lot of these classic films because they do like the credits in the beginning of it. Yeah. So you're not used to a film just ending and then it's done and then it stops playing. Yeah, falling off the Empire State Building and happy music plays yeah. and the train enters the tunnel. I think it's another one like on Irreversible because they did the since the whole movie's backwards. Uh, yeah, they did the credits it, first. Yeah, so it just ends when it when that movie ends. There's yeah. no like it doesn't doesn't let you but it's, sit but, and think about anything. No, it's beautiful though. It just it's, drops it's you great. in the silence, and it's you're just like, I now I have to live with that. Yep, just throws you away. I've not um, seen one yet. So this is kind of like that. So you got to go back and watch yeah. everything that we did before you started. Yeah, I did, did all I just this. when we did, when we reviewed a reversible. Did I like relate that to rape in any way? Like the ending? I don't that know. Was, like where it's that's the only thing I know is in the movie. I did watch Four Rooms because of the Magic Gate reviews, and I. Nice. Uh, so, all right. So, uh, now that I mentioned those couple things about the film, uh, how did you all like it at first? What were your first thoughts of the movie, especially Tony, Stefan, yeah. and Stefan Tony? Oh, Tony. I loved it. I loved it from the very beginning. You actually did? Yeah. You failed, right when, I started, <laughs> right when I started watching it, I don't know what pulled me in, but I got pulled I, in right away. Yeah, it's... Um, Right away, like when they just all this stuff they started going over. Right away, I thought it was. Now I know Vincent Price. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, oh, it's Vincent Price. I oh, there's up. something to do with the clocks. Oh, something. And then, yeah, bam! That, I, I that literally, clock because they're like they keep mentioning that yeah. clock, and you're like, there's something up. I'm with like that something. Clock. It's got to be Vincent Price. And then she comes back, and I, I went like this. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? I did too, and I was. Uh, and then I was like, maybe it was her. Maybe it was that twin other twin sister. Was that you're dude. thinking about that, like at that point, boom! My whole fucking mind just went insane. Like. It could be anybody. And well, nope. yeah, they, they make they set it up like you think you know what's going on. Yeah. But as soon as you reveal that she's alive, then you're like, all right, I I I've, I have to throw out all my theories. No, I can't mm-hmm. think of an older movie that has a mind fuck as big as that. I think that this is this is one of the earliest ones that I can think of that I've seen that has has a big thing like that. It's kind of like um, like with Citizen Kane, where you're looking at that one of of being that 
original the story that the scope of the story that that one tells and the way it tells it like that was like one of the first that you get that in there and then this one it's that, that twist in that cool way you, mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of earlier examples of that but it, it's it's there's like it's non-stop interesting so like a lot of these older movies they have huge gaps of boringness yeah there's nothing boring in this it was a pretty quick film yeah How long was it? I mean, it's only an hour and a half yeah, about but 88 minutes so. yeah 88 minutes about 44 women oh. <laughs> it's not the lot the song <laughs> yeah it's not the song at all uh so stefan uh i really i really like the film I and as I was as I was watching it from the beginning, I did. I didn't. I didn't have a moment of be of being bored because yeah. a lot of what this film wrote on was reading the people. Yes, and they yeah. did it very like structurally, where they went from person to person. Now they, you, re- they now you, now you can one. now you can watch this person and the other person's reactions to this person and how they're trying to intervene and all that jazz, and so. That was very interesting, and you you know it relied heavily on the acting of all the players. And um, although I will say, about three minutes in, I went, "There's going to be a twist." Yeah, yeah. It's a film. Also, because someone said there was going to be a twist in the film. Because it's just, it's just oh, did he? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I'd we, actually. I don't I'm glad you sure. forgot. Last yeah. last week after we were done recording, Chris is like, "I love this film because there's this great twist in it." Oh, that's right. Oh, right. <laughs> then I, I talked forgot. about M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and yeah, then you're right. yeah berating him. It's like, why would you tell me that? Now I'm just waiting for a twist. But well, yeah. the thing is, because you don't know the twist, like you don't. <laughs> know but if you know, jerk. if you know <laughs> no, there's a twist Chris. coming, you're waiting for the twist. I know. Yeah. It's so dumb. Awful. You don't know if it's like a dream or not. I was waiting for okay. like the last. What minute. movies uh, haven't you seen? Because I'm about to be a tick bag right now. Oh. Irreversible. I don't want to do it to the people on that are listening. All right. Because I, I there's still a couple movies that I, yeah. I hate that got spoiled to me. That all you have to say is there's a twist in it, and then you're like, oh god damn it. Han Solo. Mm. God damn it. The Han <laughs> Solo movie. Earth. That's not even out yet. The was Han Solo Earth. solo movie. The whole time. Star Wars was Earth the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Tatooine was Earth after all of this. You blew it up. You yeah. blew up Alderaan. <laughs> um, uh, did you have... Um, were there any parts that you didn't like going through it? Because we, we all enjoyed the film. I think that I, I gave a lot of a leeway because it is an older film. Like Maybe if it was... Remade exactly oh. this way, I would have been like, "Oh, that was kind of lame." But totally. I mean, I, I mean, the the kind of acting is that still early um, theatrical uh, kind of acting. Yeah, I yeah. felt so gypped about the second entrance to the goddamn <laughs> yeah, apartment. That, for me, that, that was the one thing I was like, <laughs> yes. "Really? Like all of a sudden you have two fucking entrances? Like bullshit?" They, just don't, they don't introduce yeah. that before. Like <laughs> they don't mention it. They don't they lock don't, it. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I don't know. It's a new movie. If Fuck it's, you. It's one of those things that you're supposed to establish that it exists. Uh huh. Yeah. You ha- you you have to do that so that you're then just it's not just written into the act at the end. There's X. But then, but then if Reversica. you yeah. But then if you if you do point it out at the beginning, it's like it becomes like the clock where you're like something's up with that clock because of the way they pointed it out a couple times. So really, you just need someone to enter from it at some point that you don't notice. And maybe that did happen. I could look. We have to watch the movie again to see if maybe someone at one point entered through I a second like entrance. So one of us would have noticed or remembered. I don't know. I didn't. I, yeah, I totally yeah. forgot about that. Because I, I didn't. I never noticed them going into that door. No, no one did. No one. None it never of you. Happened. Yeah. The only time someone went in that door was wait the the 
the detective. Maybe that other door was like actually also a restaurant that we yeah. see in like Clifton Webb and Gene Tierney like eating at. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's where yeah. it was established. That's probably it. Yeah, that's, that see? makes sense. That's not right at all. Problem solved. Don't worry. Well, at least it's not like uh, the the Rocky Horror door in uh, the into the laboratory where they realize that they didn't put a door into the laboratory <laughs> and all of a sudden just break in through a wall. Yeah. That could have happened too. I guess I think it's like that. They just invented a door at that last minute. Like I just installed this door, and now I'm in here. I mean, it would have been cooler if he went like through a window or something. Like he went out on the ledge. <laughs> he was actually standing. I mean, a window would have been you. You wouldn't have questioned it as much. Yeah, because you'd expect there to be I a did window. Feel chipped. I was like, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> extra, extra door. front door. Like people have two front doors. I felt gypped. The thing I I missed is or I wanted more of was. Uh, because they missed him and he went through the second door and he had a shotgun and the shotgun went off and then he didn't kill her. Yeah. You know, like, or kill himself. Like one of the two, how could you miss in that time when you're like, <laughs> he's related to stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I, I, I blame it on uh, it being an early film and not being able to have that kind of ending. That's what I was thinking. I, I think that's yeah. clearly what it is in that point because at the the way it's set up, there's no salvation for her. Either she's dead, or he, for some reason, wants to kill himself to because of he, he realized he can't get away with it or something. Romeo and Juliet disorder. Yeah, she, she, she should have died. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I so that the last you know minute of the film, I write off in the same way that I do in. Uh, well, no, she shouldn't have died because that second door should. <laughs> yes, the second. <laughs> door uh, but it's like in. Um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Have we done that one on here? Yeah. Okay, good. Then I can say the ending. Uh, Wait. Yeah, we did. I've seen it. Yeah, we did. We had to have. Okay. That's the first time I watched it. Because I'm saying the ending of it anyway. When uh, when the senator shoots in the floor, or shoots outside, like, to go kill himself, to me, that ending is clearly written as he kills himself. But at the time, you can't do that on the film. You cannot have that character kill himself. Um, because politicians didn't kill themselves back then. You can't have, it's yeah, a fact. Suicide on the on the thing, but but he, <laughs> but Dwyer. in my mind, spiritually in that film, he killed himself. And so the same way in this one, she's dead. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I view how it actually is. And then just this filter of you know early Hollywood code. Well, stuff. she loses her father figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The whole thing could have just been like a death change. Like, I'm not having. saying it's it's a terrible ending. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that there's that thing of if it was made today. And then today, that closing shot. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what I did there? No. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> None of us saw what you did there. I think one, one other thing maybe that I didn't like was just that when they kissed. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't. I don't know. They didn't do enough. Yeah, rushed like, romance. Falling in love beforehand. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's another um, symptom of them. The, it would have. It would have slowed down the film a bit. And the chemistry. Actually, that was the one thing I didn't feel the chemistry there. No, mm-hmm. not like, at all. I think it like, was. Most it could have been saved if the if, if if it felt more like chemistry. Because I love that he was like falling in love with this broad that he thinks is dead, and you could tell he's attracted to her and wants her. Yes, and I wish. She had shown a little bit back, like that to me would have made it better. I, I, um, I mean, and she's so hot. Jeez, man. yeah, she's gorgeous. That's what it's oh all. Oh my god, watch Based Leave Her to Heaven. That's totally good. Like, Leave Her to Heaven. Ooh, it's oh, another wow. movie by Gene Tierney, but like instead of playing like the sweet 
femme fatale Laura. She's this like evil, manipulative femme fatale, and it's fucking amazing. But it's not on Netflix. Again, <laughs> with the fucking. Hey, I didn't. I didn't say the plot twist and leave her to heaven. Oh, so there's a plot twist. Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The plot twist in which everyone dies because they were actually on Earth the whole time, and the sled was childhood of. Foster. You were in the Matrix. Yeah, whatever. Like robots were using them as batteries. <laughs> anyway. The plot twist is she died in 1991 at age 70. So. Yeah, of emphysema or something. So good luck, Tony, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying she she was a, an extremely attractive woman. I can see how it's almost like they put her in the lead roles in films. And- no, <laughs> I can see how she she's like a lead in a lot of stuff. Right? What's his broad's name? I forget. Gene Tierney. I, are you, I'm assuming you're just calling her abroad because they kept calling her abroad in the. Oh, yeah. film. <laughs> What's the slut's name? <laughs> What's that cunt? Yeah. Uh, um. Otherwise, um. God damn that door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but, the only thing I was like, oh really? Um, I got so mad. <laughs> but think of too how many like, not like every, almost everyone in the entire film is not a. Door. Innocent character. Mm. Uh, and you see that when they're all at the party and he's on the phone. I the love that. The detail is great. I love that moment on the phone when he's saying, Yeah, I figured out who it is. Just going to bring him in in a moment. Like he's saying that as everyone can hear it. And everyone's just like, I don't know who it is. But also, all of them are having the look of, Is he talking about me? Because, <laughs> like, the the one guy who was who said, I hid the, I, I found your shotgun. Don't worry. I've taken care of it. Like, he's he's aiding the crime that he thinks Laura committed right like to help her out right and like everyone has something going on with them where they could they they feel like they've got some criminal element to them that they could all be taken away um so it's it I like that little interesting thing to it on there and especially that scene with at the, at the party I think that that phone call scene made me very happy Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the performances of Clifton Webb and Vincent Price mm-hmm. because, I mean, this is before Vincent found his niche in horror, and he is like more than a decent actor. Yeah. Um, God, I forget. There was another movie that he made after this with Robert Mitchum, and it's I think it like takes place in Central America, and he definitely proved himself there as well. But then he found. House of Wax. Was it House of Wax? Was that the, yeah, it was, was that was the And then he did film? House of Wax again and again. Yep. <laughs> Never gonna stop doing House Edward, of Wax. Edward House of Wax hands. Well, it's House of Wax, wall, House of Usher. Yeah. It was, I, I just didn't like it. It was a different wall, time. No, no, I, exactly. But <laughs> this was before the books got really popular, so like, it's Waldo. you know yeah. <laughs> every time they said Waldo. Where's Lidecker? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh I mean I did, Yeah, I I, I like why um Deck. Her. <laughs> okay, sorry. I liked Waldo because it was weird. Like I, he's just so over the top and almost unbelievable. But then you like n- you've met certain douchebags that are just like him, and you're like, it's it's like it, I can see an actual person being like that. Yeah, yeah. He played it well. I th- yeah, and I he, he he was the first one to just seem like a not good character <laughs> yeah. from the beginning of it. Like this is all my stuff. 
And oh, does, does the cop totally look at his dick? Like it looks like yeah. he like, does. Looks down like a yeah. little glance. It's he does. So yeah. Weird. He looks at his. It was dick. such an odd beginning. Like okay. Oh, actually, the beginning there is one thing I. But he I, also I, takes the the little mini washcloth and just chucks it in the tub. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. He says, "Hand it to me," and then he just chucks it and it lands in the tub, <laughs> in the water. And I'm just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, there, there was a moment in the beginning that I noticed um, when there's the opening narration by uh, Waldo Lidecker. I don't know if it's from the past, the future, or like from the present because oh, yeah. um, he's narrating, like giving the exposition, but it seems kind of weird to give the exposition in this point of view where it's already all happened is what it sounds like, which yeah. means as, as after he was... It's probably just present. Been I mean, it's also kind of like uh, you, you can talk about Sunset Boulevard. But then the narration's never addressed again. I mean, there's... Yeah. And that... I mean, like the, it feels like it, a, a goodbye letter. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> because I, I really love the the way it's done in Sunset Boulevard. Of course, as the, like American Beauty, it's like, from the past, kind of th- or from the uh, looking looking back on it I from a character so that's much. dead. Um, yes, I love those. Yeah, but I mean that's when narration totally works. I mean, Lidecker could have just been like reading some note to his employees that he was going to read about how one of his other... Or Lyde Decker reminds me of the uh, amazing uh, voiceover in the beginning of uh, Blade Runner, which is so great. Blade Runner, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Everyone's that... favorite part of Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. The voiceover. The amazing... I prefer the special edition of Blade Runner where it's all voiceover. <laughs> um, the entire film. <laughs> then he says... <laughs> 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 make it one even better, John. <laughs> I'm gonna make that version. <laughs> to do that. Just, I'm gonna mute everything. And just put the voiceover track. And then Rutger Hauer said those moments were lost in time, like tears in the rain. <laughs> I really liked it when he said that. <laughs> then Harrison Ford's it's, all like, it's like uh, he's crying and you can't see it because he's in rain. <laughs> Did anybody else notice that? Oh, I forgot to mention this earlier in the film, but he's a replicant. Did I mention? Did I forget to mention that? He's because he's a replicant. You guys are just ruining everything. (laughs) Did I mention the twist in Blade Runner? (laughs) All right. So, uh, what'd you rate this movie? I initially gave it a four, but I bumped it up to a five because it really is like one of my favorites. I think it's in my top one hundred. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. No surprise. I um, hadn't rated this one yet. It recommended it to me at a five. But I, I, I still can't see giving it a five. It's something like didn't really grab me that way. But uh, I liked it. I really liked it the first time I watched it, and I still liked it this time watching it. Um, so I give it a four. I have a hard time with this one, um, in that I think I'm too annoyed with like those couple things. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just I'm way too annoyed with those couple things to give it a five. But that's like me. It's yeah. like me in Finding Dory, where just I keep nitpicking about things, and everyone else loves it, but I just because there's certain films like that too, where and I I get it a lot with comedies, where sometimes I realize I should just be shutting up, putting my brain into the right mode yeah. to just enjoy it, yeah. and not look at the the things. Now in in movies like this though, this where is a continuity, this, this is, is a thing. Yeah, you're what you're talking this about is self contained. This is a well, this is a mystery film. <laughs> Where there are certain elements that are supposed to, door. they're supposed to give you certain elements of the film so that y- the audience is supposed to be able to solve everything before the uh, before it's solved on screen, and but just before that, yeah. Uh, but things like that. So 
you should know about that door to realize before it happens that, oh, wait, but there's that other door. He didn't think about that other door. So there, there's things like that where it, those are things that, that really matter in it. Yeah. Whereas, like, in, you know, in Finding Dora, if you're like, I didn't like the way that this thing did that, you're like, that's not what the point of the film. The point of the film is this other stuff. So and like, then, that's... let alone all that, it's the climax. Yes. Like, <laughs> climax, I guess. Yeah, for me, I can't. I, I can't. Four stars. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, I wasn't done talking about it. Oh, no, you can keep talking by all means. You can't be my guest. This no, is this I, could add further fodder, fodder to talking if someone had said, like, you know, one store, then we'd, you know, rail against them. Mm-hmm, happens, mm-hmm. but. No, I was just going to say, that, um, I think that what, maybe one of the one. scenes that I really liked, or I just thought was interesting, was uh, Carpenter's other chick. What's her name? Like, Anne, was her name Anne? Yeah. The, the other woman the who other woman, said, like, Anna, run away, Mary. Go, I love the scene where she's basically anyway. talking to her, like, oh, yeah, I totally, I totally kill somebody like i don't give a fuck like we're both pieces of shit i know he would kill somebody too like i really like that yeah that they brought up the fact that she's like yeah we're pieces of shit we're meant for each other <laughs> that's literally what they said in the movie said, that yeah. is exactly uh, what they yeah. said in the film I, and the subtitle version so that, I, don't, I don't know i really like that scene and then i just loved at the end um where waldo was like i love you like yeah just like still in love like, insane it just shows how fucking crazy that guy was yeah. Like, even though he tries to kill her and all this shit happened, he's still like, "My dear, I love you forever." It was like, oh, he is—he's definitely flawed, and that's um, that makes a good character. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'd probably give it. Uh, I'd want to give it like a four and a half. I. All right, you got two. I, I, I think I'm yeah. just gonna go to. Four what do you think this is cinema discussions? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's too annoying. The door. Yeah. That's the only time I was like, "God damn, what the hell?" I was annoyed. I was super annoyed. I'm so. I'm still like. What if that's a deleted scene that they took out? <gasps> oh. <laughs> they have to get the special edition, so they plan this in the future. <laughs> yeah, good job. You ruined your film for like everyone except for those few fucking. People. The scene is DLC. Look, in the time in this time, like you, they could have oh been God, like they DLC just can't fit it, it on there. It gets all the way towards the climax and then it cuts off you must purchase the DLC to continue watching holy shit alright alright well next week hey in the movie oh that's me isn't it sure hmm hmm let's see I think we go in a circle like this oh yeah we do we do Right. Fun fact, we're sitting in a circle and it happens to be the circle that we pick. And we're beating off. Yeah. Um, I'm which, actually beating off. Oh my God, there's cookies in the middle. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Appropriate for this film. Archer. All right. Archer. All of them? Archer? No. Um, Bob's Burgers? Two hours. Six, six episodes, I guess. Six episodes. That sounds good. That's about two six hours. Episodes. All right. We'll talk about Archer next week. Thank you for listening to this great podcast about Laura. 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 You got me on Laura. my knees. Ah, ara. Laura. Bush. Uh, Laura. Join us next week for some Archer. Uh, write to us at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes and send us comments or whatever on the thing, how you do it. And good stuff. Bye. Laura.